This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it. Share it. But most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. And we are talking about uh, the upcoming boot camp and uh, what, how we would answer Jesus' question what would you want from me? Do you want to get well? You know, those types of things. And that comes from, I think, both uh, Matthew and uh, Luke, is it? Yes. Yeah. Actually, John, chapter 5. Oh, yeah. Well, Luke. it is one of those it's, four. It's, it's I, had a one of, I had a two and four it's chance. It's in the Gospels. It's in the Gospels. Just read the Gospels. You'll but, get it but we're calling it Interview with God, part Drew. Yeah, we are. And we didn't get to that in the regular show, but we are going to get to it in this show. And, and it'll make some more sense. Isn't that right, Nee? Just kidding, Rodney. Um, but no, Andy, you were, when we left the regular show, you were telling us about the Bagger Vance clip that you were going to play here in a second. But you want to set that back up for us? Yeah, I'll do it again since Sam, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't realize he had ran out of timeouts. He didn't get out of bounds. And so the time yeah. the time ran out on the clock in the last I show. I could play for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> We'd be good to go. Yeah, Exactly. Time ma- <laughs> clock management. <laughs> so anyway, no. Well, it's, it gives me some reprieve because I set it up and properly told the wrong names. But it's from Bagger Vance, and Juna is a World War One veteran who comes back. All his friends uh, in his um, squad or whatever were killed, and he has like this, um, you know, survivor's remorse, or, and and he can't get over it. He's stuck in life. Uh, his relationship with this beautiful girl has went by the wayside he's a drunk he doesn't have any motivation and he's stuck and we have this mysterious mysterious mystical character that, that comes works. in thank uh, thank you sam uh mystical character that comes in and kind of gives him some guidance as he's playing in this really important tournament and uh we'll just go with a clip and then uh talk on a, about it on the other side you got a choice you can stop where you can stop. Start? Walking. Where? Right back to where you always been. And then stand there. Still. Real still. And remember. It's too long ago. Oh no, sir. It was just a moment ago. Time for you to come on out the shadows, Juna. Time for you to choose. I can't. Yes, you can. But you ain't alone. I'm right here with you. I've been here all along. And play the game. Your game. The one that only you was meant to play. One that was given to you when you come into this world. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on that clip, um, I missed the the uh, assignment. I, I focused a lot of my stuff on stuff I've experienced in boot camp and mm-hmm. not so much the forward as I probably should have. But I feel like they still give you a flavor of what we can ex- what you can expect from boot camp because part of this stuff I didn't really go after and say what I didn't consciously the stuff I'm going to talk about on this show I didn't consciously necessarily say Jesus what would you do for me I knew I was messed up and I needed some help 
So in this one, you know, this to me is just, I'd lost a lot of orientation um, in my life. I needed some help. I knew that. And I was kind of stuck because I'd walk with God. But just because you walk with God, sometimes you don't get things. You Things don't really get down in your spirit, and you really understand. Danny was talking about it on the earlier show, and that he's learning now what he's taught all his life. And that's some of what I've had is I've taught things, I've known things, but sometimes they don't really become a part of you. And that's what we get a lot out of boot camp. You go deeper than what you normally would, and then you get along with God, and that makes things, you know, that that puts it all together for you. No, it's taking it, you know, as we've talked about on the show and you hear it elsewhere, is taking it from that place where it's in your head mm-hmm. down into your heart. Right. Yep. You know, it, it's something you know to be true, but you don't know it because you personally experience right. it. Yep. Right. You know it because you've been told it, you've seen it before, you may have experienced little flavors of it, mm-hmm. but now it's time to go in for the full course meal, yep. you know, and, and really dig in. Now, you also had another clip. I did. That you brought us, and it yeah. was from a totally different perspective. It was. Right? It's from mm-hmm. the TV show The Office, which yep. is, mm-hmm. I think this is our first Office clip, isn't it? Have we Could had be. one? No, yeah, I, I think it think is. So. Yeah. So I, I, I'd never watched The Office until this past year, and my daughter and other people have been talking to me, oh, it's funny, and started watching it, and it was like, this is some corny, corny uh, comedy, but there was, there was some stuff. There was over-top stuff, but I was watching it one night, just watching reruns, and uh this came on and it, <laughs> I felt like it was art imitates life because I felt like this guy in my name happens to be Andy. So well, um, just in the clip, you have a guy that's got an ang- some anger issues and kind of how he is not real happy with that. He's trying to do whatever he can to change things to make it not like he's turned over a new leaf or whatever. So I can really identify with it. Well, you got you got you got to give him a little bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the Drew, right? Like, right. So he he his name is Andrew, which I didn't pick that up until right. uh, you mm-hmm. know. So he's trying to change his name in in order to change his identity right. and not be the angry person. So as he walks in, everybody thinks he's Andy, like we think you're yeah. Andy, <laughs> um, and that's why it's you know, interview with God part yeah. Drew. Right. Exactly. It is. <laughs> in, in this clip where we where we pick up the clip. Uh, I think it was like four or five months earlier in the show. Yeah. Uh, he had gotten mad, punched a wall. Right. Right. And he had to leave and go do anger management. Right. Right. And so we pick up, he's coming back to the office for the first time. Right. Yep. Good morning, Pam. Oh, welcome back, Andy. Drew. I'm Drew now. Oh, Drew. Sorry. Apology not accepted. <laughs> because it wasn't even necessary in the first place. (laughs) Several weeks ago, Andy Bernard had an incident. (laughs) But after five weeks in anger management, I'm back. And I've got a new attitude and a new name and a bunch of new techniques for dealing with the grumpies. Morning, Jim. Hey, Andy, how are you, man? Good, Drew. What's that? You can call me Drew. No, I'm not going to call you that. <laughs> cool. I can't control what you do. I can only control what I do. Andy. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drew, tell us a little bit about that clip. <laughs> All right. Time of vulnerability right here. So, that really happened almost exactly like me, uh, including the name. <laughs> Um, there are times, um, or there was a time 
you know, I started getting into the masculine journey message and coming to boot camps whenever me and my wife separated. And shortly after that, I was wanting to change. I got an opportunity to go back to a company I'd worked to before, and I went back there and I thought, okay, man, this is great. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna kind of go back up, march up the company ladder, and you know, get my validation that way. That's what I was looking for, and it was like constantly uh, being challenged with anger issues within the office place. So I kind of got a reputation and had got some names that I didn't really. It was all in good fun, but I was. I mean, I think I got Angry Birds, Tasmanian Devils, a couple of the other things, and it, it really was. I started thinking, you know, gosh, whenever I would have an outburst or whatever, I didn't feel good about it, obviously. And there were times I just wanted a new name, a new start. I could totally identify with this dude, you know. <laughs> Really, and I wanted to take on the name Drew too. I mean, that was the easy way to do it. I mean, it, I, that's my given give name. So um, anyway, there's that anger issue. I really didn't go and say, Jesus, I want. I knew I had a bunch of stuff to work on, so I didn't take specifics. And I didn't. And Jesus, I don't remember him saying, "Okay, we need to work on this anger issue this way." But how I feel like I got a lot of um, victory in that was so I've got this anger issue. So. I'm progressing through the the content. You learn something new every boot camp. Well, on the new name, everybody wants to hear their name. Everybody wants to hear from God. And sometimes that's a challenge because if you're not used to hearing that, it, it can be a challenge. So I was praying one time, and it was like the third boot camp, and I'd had some different names, but nothing just seemed to really make my identity. And so uh, I was out in the woods, and God said, Look up your real name, your given name. So I looked up Andrew. And I'd always – I felt like I didn't have strength to hold back this anger. Um, and so it it said strength. And I'd always felt like I was not a very strong man. I was weak in what I could provide for others or, or, or how I interacted with others. I just didn't see myself as a strong man. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, it really made a difference in my life. I mean, I really felt like I had an identity where I had been attacked, where I thought I was weak. God said I was strong. And so, you know, over – Rodney mentioned it last week. You really – I felt like I got a started at that point. I got contentment. I got a – you know, okay, if God says this about me, I don't care what everybody says about me. And I just learned – I just um, – after that, I just had a lot more peace in just – interacting with people I don't, I don't know how to how to say it it's just that identity was a foundation for a lot of the other things that i experienced mm-hmm. in my healing and growth through going to boot camps yeah uh, thank you for mm-hmm. sharing i do want to uh, ask you a question real quick um now you've had two weeks to study the topic what are you asking jesus for <laughs> <laughs> at this boot camp <laughs> i'm still living off the new name <laughs> You well, don't, you don't have to answer. I'm just saying, <laughs> be thinking about it. I, w- I will. You I, know, I will. Because it is, it's a something that to go in with anticipation. Right. Yep. Right. God's going to mm-hmm. give us something either way, but to yep. go in with an anticipating heart. Yep. You know. Well, a lot of times it does tie. We talked about a lot of times it, t- it ties into the talk you're doing. Well, I've done the same one the last three times in love at Sonship. To me, God has become so real in the last year and a half in that in that uh, idea, that message. I mean, it's really the foundation of the Bible. He's constantly calling us, so we're our children, but we don't walk like children a lot of times. 
So there are things like when I'm doing the talk that I've gone back in deeper. I, I have to go back deeper into my childhood. Is there anything else there, God, that can help somebody else? And usually I get some form of healing in that. I mean, I can tell you from last time there was some new stuff, even though I'd done the talk two other times. So. Yeah, there's always something new. Rodney, you had something? Well, I'll say real men with anger management uh, go into kickboxing. <laughs> don't they kick they kick boxes around their office did you ever try that yeah maybe i'll, maybe I'll yeah. go that way if you're a real man <laughs> that's the herald method yeah, yes right. yeah. Yeah. yeah we got a lot of anger management going on in this room you know <laughs> we're men and that goes with the territory sometimes yeah we did it that that show mad men actually was a real popular podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah it was pretty good. We, we learned a yeah. lot about people uh, well i guess it's kind of my turn to share a little bit right so I was thinking about it, and uh, initially I was thinking, well, I don't know. <laughs> what do oh, I want to yeah. share on the radio? I mean, I've got a laundry list of things, God, that you could really work on, but what do I feel comfortable sharing? And so I actually picked this clip uh, kind of initially to pose, to be quite honest, because it was a good you know answer I could give and sound yeah. somewhat deep. It's always fun to pose. Yeah, but... But God wouldn't let me stay there. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and play the clip. And, and there's a lot of truth in the clip of what I want God to give me in boot camp, you know, to bring to me in boot camp. But it's from Braveheart. It's a, about a 40-second scene, and we're just going to listen to it and come back and talk about it. The prisoner wishes to say a word. And that really is what my heart wants. It wants to be free from the things that hold me captive. Right? And, and to, to go a little deeper than that, you know, why, why God, after all these boot camps and all this breakthrough and all these truths and these agreements you've helped me break, does anger still feel like one of my best friends when it shouldn't? You know, to be quite honest, you know, that's, it's my first response not with my kids anymore, not in certain things. There's been lots of healing there, but oh my gosh, put me in a car. Put me in something where I got to take these fat fingers and try to put two little parts together. And I'm going to get really angry really quick, you know? And God, why is that my default wiring? Why does it feel that way? I know it's not true, but why is that true about me? Why after all this time is lust still a struggle if I'm not really, really careful? How after... Since 2000, whatever it was, two, 18 years ago, I went to my first boot camp, something like that. And lust is still a struggle if I'm not careful. How am I still here? And, and I don't know which one he's going to choose to work on. And he may choose to work on something completely different. I think part of my not wanting to get a clip more descriptive was, was partially wanting to pose, you know, a little bit and not have to go deep and talk about some of the things. Um, but I also think that, that part of it was I went to my second boot camp with a checklist of things God and I were going to talk about. Mm -hmm. 
right? And I didn't hear anything from him till the very last day until I let down and said, okay, God, whatever you want to talk about, I just want to hear your voice, right? And all he said was, I'm here. And I started bawling like a baby, right? That's all I needed to know, you know? And so I don't want to go in with this, okay, God, you're going to answer some questions. <laughs> you're, it's going to be my agenda, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yep. But I also want to be open and say, God, I know my heart needs freedom, because there's something that's still in my past, something still there that needs to be broken through to where I can get a greater depth of freedom next week, you know, and the week after and the week after. And so that's really what my heart's crying for. I don't really care what it is. I just want something that's going to lead me closer to that path of freedom. You know, he's been having me work on uh, spiritual warfare that I talked about, I think, in the last show. And, and he's he's keeping me focused on the movie Groundhog Day, you know. And, and I think the whole reason is I th- think if I had a new name, it should be Phil. <laughs> it should be Phil Connors, you know, because I realize that I'm more like him than I want to be. I try to make life work for me, you know. It, yes, I give some things to God, but boy, I'm so quick to grab it back or to say, well, I really want to have it go my way in a certain way, and I think it should go this way. You know, and, I, and and maybe some of the stuff that I still struggle with in spiritual warfare, some of the stuff that I struggle with that I just talked about is because I still try to control way too much. You know, in that movie, when he quit focusing on making life better for him and truly focused on making it better for all those around him, his life got better. And I think that's something that God's got for me that, again, I don't know that that's going to make it to the stage. But I know that that's a part of where I'm focusing and that will help me lead to some freedom. You know, we use the clip, the butterfly circus. Um, well, the whole movie is just outstanding. And it's it's the story about Nick who doesn't have any arms and legs. But the the more I've watched it as I'm working on this particular talk, the more I realize that the real star of this particular show is not Nick. Mm-mm. It, it's the ringmaster or the, the, the head of the circus who is going about trying to spot people's glory, their special sauce, and then call it out, you know, in, in whatever that way that he may do that. And, you know, when I think about you and Darren and, and, and Mark and, and different people as we have been in boot camps and stuff that have called out those things in me and more than that taught me what that was to actually look for God's glory, you know, his image and other people like what a gift that is. And it it really is second Corinthians chapter one, just lived out right in front of your eyes that, that really encompasses so much of the Bible. It collects all these things where it basically says the God of all comfort comforts us that we might comfort others with the comfort we were comforted with, which, you know, it's kind of a tongue twister. It's a Dr. Seussish kind of thing. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> but, you know, because Danny was, you know, struggled with alcohol. And God called him to help other people because he was comforting others with what he would been comforted with. And, and, and you know, I think about how many things, Sam, you have comforted me with, struggles that you went through that – 
were enormous breakthroughs for me in lust, in anger. You know, th- these things, and oh yeah, Groundhog Day is alive and well at the Dillmore household. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, are we here again, God? You know, mm. like, uh, uh, doesn't it seem like we were just here last week? Mm. Um, and, and But the beauty of it is, to m- from my standpoint, it's still going deeper into a relationship with him, and as I go deeper into the relationship with him, even though I may not be getting whatever healing that I would be hoping for, I am getting closer to God than I was a week ago. Mm-hmm. And, and that alone has yeah. tremendous value. Yeah. I think something you talked about in, I think it was a previous show, it wasn't this show, but um, you know, just the concept tonight that you brought out as we were talking before the show and then on the show about self-control. You know, part of the issue is I try to control anger on my own. Mm-hmm. Yes, healing has fixed a lot of anger for me. Mm-hmm. Healing has fixed mm-hmm. a lot of things. Yep. You know, and I don't struggle there, but I still struggle in anger. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just it's a different way. It's more at things than people. Mm-hmm. Right? Than, than it used to be. It wasn't pretty before. But, you know, there, there's been a lot of healing and a lot of progress and a lot of things to be mm-hmm. grateful for. But I think it's still, you know, I need to continue to turn and rely on him mm-hmm. for both of those topics. Yep. Right? Because anything I try to do on my own is just going to fall. Yep. At some point, mm-hmm. it's good for a season, but it's not going to last forever. I got time to read something. Oh, absolutely. You time managing well? Uh, as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> from from what I can tell right now, yeah. Do we need to call a timeout? Or yeah, Keith's not shaking his head at me at the moment, okay. so I think we're good. The uh, I read this at my grandmother's funeral, and it, and it fits so well. I think is it's called life's weaving. If you've ever heard it, it's called my life is but a weaving between my Lord and me. I may not choose the colors. He knows what they should be, for he can view the pattern upon the upper side, while I can see it only on this, the underside. Sometimes he weaves his sorrow, which seemeth strange to me, but I will trust his judgment and work on faithfully. Tis he who fills the shuttle. He knows just what is best. So, shall, so I shall weave in earnest and leave with him the rest. At last, when life is ended, with him I shall abide. Then I may view the pattern upon the upper side. Then I shall know the reason why pain with joy entwined was woven in the fabric of life that God designed. Oh, thank you. Amen. So, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even have to say it. No, no. Part Drew. (laughs) No, I think... um, I'm like you on the on the anger. There's a settledness that comes in, and I don't. I feel like I don't get mad at people as much. But you're right. I was thinking about that. You know, it says be angry and sin not. You know, you know when I yell at <laughs> my hands not being able to perform something or whatever because my all my thumbs or whatever or or whatever. I, I driving is obviously one. You know, I probably don't look at that as much as like okay, at least nobody's being hurt by it. Right. You know. But I think it still is a is something in your heart that you need to address because if it's in there, it'll likely come out eventually. So I think that's again, it's it's a continuing process of really dealing with those things. You you think about it now, it was people that he got mad at, but when Moses struck the rock the second time because he was ticked off, you know, it, it came out and it actually what ended up being a sin for him. And I think we do need to be conscious of that. I think the thing, though, that boot camp does is you have so many things to to grow in that you become much more settled than 
you ever were before. And, it, and I know, this is what I know. I thought a lot of times in my Christian life, why am I not settled? Why am I not confident? Why is everything up and down like a stock ticker? You know, and it just the feeling of having more of a confidence and a trust. Again, I, I, I don't I want to give specifics. I don't want to be. But this is really this is life to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I just do not feel like I'm so up, up and down, so out of control, like what you were saying, Robbie. Um, it just gives me a confidence because I know I'm a son first. I have an identity and he's working on my wounds and, you know, he's taking me someplace. And I think as guys, we struggle, most of us struggle with, we're destination-oriented. Right. Right? You know, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but life is kind of like the game of golf, even though I was disagreeing <laughs> with you. The movie was it. Yeah, you totally disappointed the whole movie. Back it was about life, not golf, but still. You know, if like in golf, you have to be content with just being there and enjoying that last shot or the next shot. Because if you try to be perfect, you're never going to enjoy the game. That's probably why I hate it so much. It's because I knew, I knew I could never overcome it, right? And so it's just like, I'm just going to check it off, you know, because that's, that's, I'm not going to pay to be frustrated. I could be frustrated at home, you know. But I think that the more that we learn to just enjoy the journey, to enjoy the walk, to enjoy what God's doing along the way, you know, some of that goes away. I think some of the frustration comes with I'm not there yet and realizing we're never going to get there why we're on this side of heaven, right? By this side of restoration. But we are going to get closer each day, each time as we allowed ourselves to walk with God. Okay. And so there is a couple assignments for you this week I'd like for you to go do. Go to YouTube. You can get to it from just every browser. You know, you've heard, if you haven't heard of YouTube, you're probably not listening to this broadcast because <laughs> you haven't been able to figure out how to get it. But no, it, YouTube, sorry. Go to YouTube. Uh, Jason Gray, who I am. Watch that and let God speak to your heart through that because I promise you, you've labeled yourself. Other people have labeled you. You've felt that label and realize that label does not come from God and how he sees you. And go watch Butterfly Circus. It's a 20-minute video. It's not a uh, Christian-based production, but man, there's a Christian message in it that's just amazing. And it's about 20 minutes. You can find it on YouTube. You may have to watch it in a couple different parts. But I'm telling you, those two things will lift up your heart and bring you closer to God, I promise you. Anything else you guys would add? Yeah, the Butterfly Circus um, can speak so much into what Danny's poem was about, mm-hmm. right? Because when you look at Nick's life, you can make no sense of what that looks like from underside. But from the top side of what God saw, what the, what the ringmaster saw, the glory, the image of God in other people, if I can't see it in myself, I can sh- surely see it in my band of brothers, which is a lot of what we're there for. You can go to masculinejourney.org, register for the upcoming boot camp. We're less than a week away. We'd love to see you there. We'd love to see what God does for you there. We'd love to just fellowship with you. So please go register. If finances are an issue, send us an email. We'll try to figure out something to help you. We'd just love to get you there if at all possible. Masculinejourney.org. We'll talk to you next week. This is the Truth Network.